Aloha gang, Leon Watanabe here, your Honolulu personal trainer. Welcome to Sister Sister, a podcast where two sisters talk about all things food, fitness, and everything in between. I am taking over the pod today to talk about being a perfectionist. This came up this week, and uh, my coach gave me some feedback on a lift I did, and she basically told me she wanted me to lift the heaviest weight I could lift with excellent form for all the sets that she gave me instead of the way that I was doing it. And the way I was doing it was building up the weight amongst the sets. So for example, barbell squat, set one, I would definitely do a weight I know I could do. Set two, I would bump it up a little. Set three, do the same. And then set four, the final set, I would really try to max it out, go for the max weight I could do go for the gusto so to speak so when she told me she wanted all the sets the same at the heaviest weight it kind of got me thinking why do I lift like that why do I always build into it and I have always done it that way I've never just questioned why I just thought it was a smart way of doing it (laughs) and it brought me back to my decades of triathlon racing Every race I did, I had three race times in my back pocket. I had the kick-ass race time. I had the it's good enough, I'll take it race time. And I had the, God, thank goodness you just survived race time. Why was I doing that? After some investigation, I realized that I was sort of setting myself up for Maybe not for failure, but I was definitely setting myself up for holding back a little bit from reaching my fullest potential by having so many build-up sets, race times, whatever it is, by having so many detour routes, doors to take, options in my back pocket that There's a little bit of me that is holding back from really going all in right out the gate. Where does that come from? Was I scared? Did I have fear of the pain of something that's uncomfortable, physically uncomfortable? Did I have the fear of the hard work it would take, of the suffering it would take, or that I would have to feel? Was it fear of possibly getting injured, not pushing myself to its maximum potential for fear of hurting something, dropping the weight on my head, not having a spotter, not finishing the race? That wasn't it. I 100% know with my gut that that wasn't it. And then it came to me. Fear of failure. Fear of disappointment. If I set a goal for myself, especially if someone else gives me a goal and I don't hit that goal, I have a tremendous amount of disappointment, of low self-worth, of guilt, of shame, of not being good enough, of not being able to be counted upon, 
or not being able to deliver or follow through on a commitment I had made or a commitment someone had made in in my in me and it was like a light bulb moment went off in my head where does this come from as a very young child a young girl in school I remember I always wanted to be perfect with my homework and I would thrive off of stacking all these books in my room up high of all the things I needed to do for school. Read a book, write a book report, do a math workbook. And I would skip dinner with the family so that I could stay in my room and just bang out each assignment. And I, I literally remember and I still get the same feeling of rush and this endorphin high when I talk about it, of how accomplished I felt, how proud I felt of myself by ticking away at my checklist, my homework. Literally the act of pulling the book off of the top of the pile, finishing the thing and putting it on the side, and then pulling the math workbook out, finishing the math workbook, putting it on the other pile as the finished pile, literally was like, nirvana for me in my family it was very chaotic we had five kids we had two young parents that were struggling we had a family addiction problem and I learned very young that the only way you could be seen or I could be seen was if I was an excellent school student. My grades, my homework. If I just figured it out myself and I took care of myself and my parents didn't have to worry about checking on me, making sure I went to school, making sure I did my homework. If I did that all on myself and I could just be the perfect student and not be on their radar, not be a problem amongst the gazillion other problems they were dealing with in terms of mental health, bankruptcy, financial stuff, unemployment, domestic violence, lots of kids. If I was just that perfect student that figured it out, that they would be so proud. And I remember they were, they were proud. I would get my report card. I would be at honor roll. The report card would go on the icebox or in the refrigerator. I would come home with good reports, straight A's. My mom would make a comment. It was the only way that I got any kind of attention in a household that was pretty much just trying to survive day to day, paycheck to paycheck, week to week. And that carried me on into my adulthood where I started to associate being perfect, doing everything you're supposed to at your best ability was the only way to be successful.
when I first started racing, it started out with some runs. And as a beginner, when you don't know anything better, you're just so happy to finish. And that moment of your first race, you never get that feeling back. Because most of the time, you're just so proud of yourself. And you, you're so excited about doing this epic thing that you had never done before. You have no previous experience to compare it to. That you're just like on cloud nine. And then just like an addict with that first hit, the second time you go back and do a race, what happens? Most of the time you have all this expectation. You know how it went, you know how you did. And most times it's like, okay, you wanna do better. And then you just start in this cycle of chasing this better, chasing this more chasing faster, chasing stronger, chasing skinnier. And I did that for a really, really long time. So let's go back to how I started today's podcast, talking about the definition of being perfect, right? The definition is a person who demands perfection of himself, herself, or others. But sometimes, as a perfectionist, when we're operating from this sort of mindset, we hold back, which is exactly what I've been doing most of my life. Holding back just a little out of fear. So the fear causes you to hold back and if you can really look back into it then you're really not operating from the highest standard possible right if we're holding back a little if we're putting some money in the bank saving some gas in the tank we're not really operating from our highest standard and so then it becomes conflicting so if you are having trouble with trying to navigate this, trying to do the thing, but you want to do the thing perfect. Or you never start the thing because you want to be sure that when you do start the thing, that you do it perfectly. I want you to hear this. There is no such thing as perfect. There is only forward progress. It's hard because most of the times when we operate out of fear, we're so afraid of failing at something that we decide not to try at all, right? That is one end of the spectrum. The other end that I'm talking about today, the more blurry end, the more like shades of gray that sometimes we don't realize that it takes 
a simple conversation like I had with my coach to sort of like do some self-investigation and some inside work to realize that it could be a fear of failure, meaning that subconsciously we are undermining our own efforts to avoid the possibility of a larger failure. And, and that's it, gang. I know firsthand the fear of failing can be totally paralyzing. It can cause us to do nothing. And then we're not moving forward at all. Or it can allow us to prevent or pause our forward progress in life which means that we may miss out on some great opportunities along the way. So how do we know if we have a feel of failure? I mean, it's such a personal thing that we have to figure out. You know, it could be a reluctance to try new things or get involved in challenging products, uh, projects, not products. It could be like how I was doing a little bit of self sabotage, whether it's procrastination, which is on one end of the spectrum, or excessive anxiety, or also a failure to follow through with goals that you set out. But it could also be because of low self-esteem, not being self-confident enough. Um, When that inner critic starts to tell yourself, I'll never be good enough to get that job, or I'll never be Uh, look good enough to get on stage or I'm not smart enough to get on that team or I'm not worthy enough for that guy to love me and then the big part of it is perfectionism where you're only willing to try only those things that you know you'll finish perfectly and successfully and so this is how I for sure know I was operating out of perfectionism because in getting real with myself gang I've been operating and willing only to try those things that you, that I knew I would finish perfectly and successfully. So what do my workout schedules look like every week? Check, 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 right? Because if I'm holding back a little and only choosing weights I know that I can do because I know I'm going to be successful at them, then I'm never really putting myself out of my comfort zone. So I want to leave you with this. It's impossible, almost impossible to go through life without experiencing some kind of failure. And if we want to really, really prevent feeling that failure, that feeling of failure, then we would probably live so cautiously that we would go nowhere. So really, then we wouldn't be living at all. It all comes to how you view failure, right? How many times have we heard, you know, celebrities, especially great athletes, celebrity athletes talk about failure? You know, Michael Jordan is like one considered to be the GOAT, right? And if you look at his history, he was cut from his high school basketball team. 
because his coach thought he didn't have enough skill. Uh, many of us know Richard Branson, right? He is a high school dropout. So again, it's all about how we look at the opportunities that we receive, how we identify what we will miss out if we give up due to fear of failure. But more importantly, how can failure teach us things about ourselves that we would have never have learned otherwise? So I'm excited to now go into this next phase knowing that subconsciously I've been holding back in a little in a little bit of what I've been doing or maybe a lot I'm still figuring that out right and I know I know I know it's not only exclusively to my strength lifts if I am holding back a little in my lifts I guarantee you I am holding back a little in everything else that I do in my life So, failing at something can really help you to discover just how strong you are, right? can help you discover the unexpected motivation that you may need to succeed. But what we need to do is accept and learn from these insights, right? Valuable feedback only comes after failure. So how not to be afraid of failure? We just have to stop living in fear. We could start by setting a few small goals. You know, goals that are slight but not overwhelming. This will get you some early wins to boost your confidence. This is what I do with a lot of my gals. You know, we have a few small goals to start, whether it be, you know, a half a pound a week on the scale, or it's a performance goal like a knee push-up to a strict push-up. Then once we start to wrap, ramp up those early wins, you realize you get a boost of your confidence. And then you turn these tiny steps into bigger goals. And we're not getting caught up on the end picture, right? Whether it's getting on stage, getting that promotion, graduating with your MBA, we're just focusing on the next step, right? You just focus on the next thing. So taking one small step at a time, that's key. That's key to boosting your confidence, key to keep you moving, and key in preventing you from getting overwhelmed with visions of your big goal. So I hope this was helpful, gang. I would love to hear your thoughts on perfectionism. If you feel you're a perfectionist, how it's either helped you or hindered you in recent uh, living. And uh, till next time, catch you on Sister Sister. Aloha.